This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, the President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. We've got to have another great awakening to save the republic. We all know what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, Hamas attacked Israel, October 7, 2023, and war was declared. I've got an article coming out, Mohammed, the Quran, Hamas, and Israel. Go to my website, worldministries.org, and read it. You know, I believe that Mark 12.30 says it all. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. I believe that. I've lived by that. It's actually on the gravestone where one day possibly I'll be buried. Also, a statement, no regrets, and he is faithful. We need to live our life where we know when we go on to meet the Lord we have no regrets. And I believe he is faithful no matter what, even if you don't understand it. Today, I have Evangelist Paulette Williams with me. She's uh, been with me many times. I've known her a long time. I've known her when she lived out of Hawaii and a good friend, good minister of the gospel. And she's going to be sharing today. So just open up your hearts and sit back and enjoy. Call your friends if you want. Paulette Williams. Welcome, Paulette. Thank you. Praise God. I'm glad to be with you today. God is such a good God. I'm going to start with a testimony. And it's a testimony about my husband. Back in March of this year, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, stage 4B, which means that he's at that final stage. And in the prostate was a tumor. And it spread to his lymph nodes and it spread to his bones. But God is faithful. And Dr. Hansen said it, God is faithful. There's nothing impossible to them believe. And all those that are sick and shut in, I tell you, just look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of your faith. He already did it for you 2,000 years ago. And with this testimony, I'm telling you, it started in March. They gave him a shot every three months. He takes a shot. They gave him some um, pills that he takes every night. And I tell you, his number was 217. In the apostate of a man, it should be no more than zero to four. His was 217. And they said, we don't have to do a biopsy. We already know you got cancer. So by the time they tested everything, he went ahead, we went ahead and we said, that's okay. 
We started fasting and praying. We started taking communion. We started doing everything we needed to do before God. Yeah. I had a bishop lady and she said, Paulette, look at this uh, video. And it was about sour sap tea. And I want to tell everybody, do not ever, do not ever not understand that God has the ability that everything he has already created right. is to take care of your body. Right. It's not just chemicals. Yes. It's also what he created. Amen. Sour sap tea comes from this sour sap. And you drink that two times a day and you take apricot kernels, which look like almonds. And you take three of those a day. I started him on it immediately because Bishop Kim had her husband had died of cancer. And here, every time she sees something that someone is doing, because I believe in wellness, Amen. I believe in God, yes. but I believe in what God has already created. Yes. He knows he said there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So if there's nothing new under the sun. He's got a solution for this. Right. He always makes the way of escape. Yes. So though we're facing stage 4B and that cancer has spread it, but God, yes. but God, whoo, hallelujah. hallelujah, but God. Uh, yes. And let me tell you why. They, I got another uh, video from her and it was another type of thing. Then he has a friend that's in New York and he said asparagus. <laughs> it kills cancer cells. Wow. So he said you take the asparagus and you cook it and then you blend it. You get four teaspoons a day. Do you know within a month and a half, my husband went down from 217 to 12. Amen. Now you don't tell me that that was no, the medical medicine. Because right. oh, the medicine's working. No, it's not. God is working. Amen. Then it went down to 0 0.04. Amen. Today, every time they take blood, it's a 0 0.01. Undetectable. Amen. Undetectable. Yes. Because God confirms his word. By my stripes, you're healed. Anything you need from God, he has already well provided it. And I believe in testimony. Because that test becomes your testimony. And it is our testimony. We met with the kidney uh, specialist and she said, well, you know, it's down to 0.1 again and again and again. And I said, so in your analogy, it's in remission. Right? <laughs> she mm -hmm. said, well, you could say that. And I said, if it's undetectable, then it's in remission. <laughs> yes. Now me, by his stripes, my husband is healed. Amen. He is healed. Amen. Because I'm not going to lay down <laughs> and let him die. Right. He's Hallelujah. healed. Yes. And I'm telling you that you get after whatever you have. Yes. God's got a solution to it. Mm -hmm. And it's not the pharmaceutical drugs. Right. I mean, it helps. I'm not saying don't do doctors. We do doctors. We do what they say. I don't tell them that I've got him on a wellness program that you cannot knock out cancer like that in a month and a half yes. to where that thing just goes and it's undetectable. Right. How can it be undetectable? Amen. Because by the stripes of Jesus Christ, Amen. he is healed. He was healed 2000 years ago. He yes. was healed before the foundations of the world. Yes. He was already healed. Yes. And I'm not going to sit down and let the devil Amen. take my husband. 44 years of marriage. You don't get to have him. <laughs> I have him. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. 
So today I want to talk about the goodness of God. And I want to talk about the goodness of God and how the things of God is good. Because sometimes we just need to remember that God is good. All the time God is good. There's no time that God is not good. There's no time that he leaves and forsakes you. God is good. There's a favorite scripture I have. Turn over to Psalms 27. So if you got your Bibles, get it out. We're going to go somewhere with them. Psalms 27. I believe in the power of healing. I believe that God is the God of the miracles, signs, wonders and miracles. He's not a liar. It follows the word. He's not a liar. Psalms 27, verse 13. I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good cheer and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. I would have lost heart lest I believed in the goodness of God in the land of the living. I would have lost heart. But I don't lose heart because I do believe in the goodness of God. I do believe in this land with wars and rumors of war, perilous times, I believe in the goodness of God. And I believe in the land of the living because he's not gonna leave you or forsake you. And so now let's go over to Luke 18. This is another thing that I like that Jesus said. Luke chapter 18, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Luke 18, and we're going to verse 18. God is a faithful God and God is a good God. Luke 18, 18. And a certain ruler asked him saying, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, this is what I love. Why calleth thou me good? There is none is good save one. That is God. There's none good but, but one. God. Is it not interesting that the first question he asked, he says, good master. But he says, what do I do to, to inherit eternal life? Now, Jesus is all about inheriting eternal life. Yeah. But first things first, let's get it straight. God is good. Amen. He addressed that. Why are you calling me good? Right. There's none good but one. God. Yes. God is good. Yes. He's faithful. Yes. He's dedicated. He's committed. Jesus. And you've got to take him as he is, especially to you. God is good. He's not here for your destruction. He's here so that you will have what he said you're to have. I tell people all the time, hell was not made for me. It's not made for me. I'm not going there. Hell was not made for me. Satan and all his cohorts, anybody serving, go to hell. I'm not going. I'm going to heaven. Because I'm going to go what he made for me. And he said, where I am, you shall be also. He sits at the right hand of the father. I'm not doing hell. It was not made for me. And I want what God wants. And I'm going to do what God does. Jesus ascended to the right hand of the father. Wherever Jesus is, I'm going. Hell was not made for me. And so I want to encourage you, accept Jesus as your savior. If you have not already, accept him as your Lord and live your life as as he is Lord, because God is good. Amen. 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 But a certain ruler had asked him about eternal life. 
And he goes on later on in the next uh, verses and he explains the eternal life and what he needed to do. But good is an action and a behavior. Goodness is the quality of being good. But good is the action and behavior that are morally right. So we need to be in that goodness and we need to be in what is good when it comes to God. Turn over to Psalms 107. I'm going somewhere and I want you to come go with me. Amen. Psalms 107. And we're going to look at verse one. And it reads, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. His mercies are new every morning, but his mercy endures forever. You are in that mercy. You are in the goodness of God. You are in the place where God needs you to be, especially when you know that you're not forsaking the assembly of yourselves as in the manner of some, but exalting one another so much so as you see the day approaching. That's Hebrews 10, 25. You need to make sure you're in the house of the Lord because that's where you're going to also gain strength because there is strength in numbers. And when we gather ourselves together, Something you may be going through now, someone else has already gone through that and they can help you pull you through to get to where you need to be and you get master that and you have a breakthrough. So the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Goodness is action and behavior that are morally right. Now, looking at the word holiness, that's part of God's goodness, dedicated and committed to God, a moral excellence. Here again, we see the pure heart that is one that is singular. And it's when it's defined, it says without any kind of mixture. You know how you can mix holiness with something when you're doing good and evil and you straddle the fence. You put a mixture in there in the word holiness. When he said, be holy as I'm holy, you put a mixture in there. Sometimes the mixture is, is alcohol. Sometimes the mixture is drugs. Sometimes the mixture is dabbing in the black arts. Sometimes the mixture, you're trying to mix holiness with something else. When it's singular, it's only holy, only holy. But you don't mix that with nothing else because you straddle the fence. God don't honor that. He don't honor that. So let's turn over to 1 Peter 1, uh, 15. 1 Peter towards the back. Going towards Revelation, First Peter, and we're going to one. First Peter one. God is so good, and I thank Him that He honors His word. I've had many a challenge, but He brought me through. Thank God. First Peter one fifteen. But as He which has called you is holy, so be you holy in all manners of conversation. Holiness also deals with your mouth, the conversation out of the abundance of your heart. Your mouth's going to speak. Let's keep it holy. Let's keep it holy. And it says, because it is written, be holy as I am holy. Holiness dedicated and consecrated unto God, a more excellent moral. And turn over to Ephesians 1, 4. I love the fact that God doesn't leave us nor forsake us, but he leads and guides us into all truth. Ephesians 1 verse 4, and it reads, Accordingly as he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world. Who did the choosing? God did. That's right. 
God did. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Another key to your holiness is love. You are chosen of God and you need to remember that. Now turn over to Revelations 3. And the reason why I bring up Revelations, because remember I said don't, stra don't uh, straddle the fence. Revelations 3. When we're dealing with holiness, we don't mix it with anything else. It's singular. Be holy as I am holy. Just holiness. Not all the other devices and things that we put in it and then want to call it God. You know, I believe in God. I'm doing God and I'm in God, God. But you've got it mixed with things, which makes it not holy. Unholy things, unclean things, unsacred things, things that are not morally excellent. So Revelations 3, verse 15, and it reads, I know thy works, that thou, are, that thou are neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Do you understand why you don't mix anything with holiness? He will spew you out of his mouth. That's right. You do not mix anything with holiness. No. Be holy as I am holy and do not mix it. He said, I'll spew you out of your mouth. You got one world, one foot in the world and the other foot on, in God. You can't do that. I mean, you can do it. You're a free will agent, but he's going to spit you out of his mouth. <laughs> and so that's why I said we don't straddle the fence. No. We don't include other things when we're doing God. We keep it holy. Another word for the goodness is the word pure. Turn to 1 John 3.3. 3. You want to be pure before God as much as possible. 1 John 3.3. 3. And you know, we're striving to perfect in God. We, we're not perfect as Jesus was perfect, but he did show the way. And he said, I'm of the way. And when they first started talking to one another, when it came to Jesus, they would say, are you of the way? Because Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. And they say, are you of the way? The same is like, are you a Christian? And they would answer by the word way. But he showed us the way. So pure is free from contamination and it is to be clean. First John 3, 3, and it reads, and every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. You be holy as he is holy and you purify yourself as he is pure. So you learn to start to walk through life and get rid of things because God is good. I would have lost heart lest I believe. So if there's something in your life you need to purify yourself of, then do it. It's to your advantage. It's so that you be Christ-like. And so looking over at that, it says, purify yourself even as he is pure. Now, another word for goodness, because God is good and he is our God, is righteousness. The quality of being morally right or justified. How can you ever be morally right? It takes a God who is righteous. So turn over to 2 Corinthians 5. 521, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. I bring all of this up because of the perilous times that we're in. 
And because of the things that are going on, the digital dollar, the crashing of America. Oh, I've heard that in March, Russia and China, March of 2024, Russia and China is supposed to hit our, our uh, coast, East Coast, West Coast. And I've heard so many different things. And so many, we, we are in war and there's rumors of war. And, you know, I, I was at my sister's house, and I'm gonna tell you this. And of course she's Democrat. And of course I'm conservative, so I'm more Republican. And uh, she said something, and you know, you see them protesting and everything in favor of the Palestines, which is like being in favor of Hamas. <laughs> that's killing men, women, and capturing them and then cutting babies' heads off. And so it was quite interesting. She was sitting there on the couch and they had said on the news that Israel gets so many billions of dollars. She got hot. <laughs> and I looked at her and they don't deserve that. And I said, so they shouldn't defend themselves against Hamas? She got so upset with me. They don't deserve that money. So, of course, I'm being very nice because I'm a sister. <laughs> but it made me understand with her perspective, like a Democrat or a left, the left side, why they think all this Hamas, you know, that's going on is okay. The way she looked at it was that, oh no, Israel is killing all the Gaza people. And like, and I didn't want to take the time to explain it to her, but who do you think brought Hamas into us? <laughs> and so I just looked, but it gave me a good perspective on how a Democrat looks at that. They actually looked at that like you're killing the Gaza people, but oh yeah, Hamas is all bad. And yeah, they did all those things, but Israel's wrong. <laughs> For me, it was like an eye opener and I didn't even engage. I just let her say and I said a few things and I dropped it because obviously I don't believe that way. Yeah. Yes. 9,000 rockets. Do we have 9,000 rockets hitting us? No. Would we feel it'd be okay for Hamas to do that or Hezbollah to do that? <laughs> and I just, I just looked and I said, okay, that explains because I've been watching them during their protests and I'm like, this doesn't make sense for what Hamas has done against Israel and how these people live their lives with tons of rockets coming at them. They didn't just do this one day. They're doing this continuously hitting Israel. Yes. But God, but God, I'm like, God, you go ahead. And that just makes you bend your knee and pray more for the peace of Jerusalem and pray more for Israel and cover your brothers and sisters because you're the seed of Abraham by faith. Yes. Cover your brothers and sisters more in prayer Jesus. and just pray for God to touch Jesus. Israel and cause Israel to win at this because they have a right to defend themselves. Yes. Come and attack America and act like we won't defend ourselves. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Laugh at that <laughs> because we will. But righteousness, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, for he has made him to be sin who knew no sin that we might be the righteousness of God in him. You are in Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus is in you. Amen. And when you have that, you have a right. And I brought the goodness of God because we have to understand that there are challenges coming down the road for America.
If you look when they talk about America, they only say, and I mean government or officials, they only say United States. Have you noticed they're not saying United States of America? Because they want America gone and that constitution gone because we are highly protected with that constitution, Declaration of Independence. But they'll say United States because they're trying to change that. Because they're about to do that digital dollar, they're about to crash that and get rid of the dollar and Russia and China, they're all coming up with their own currency. We need to be prepared to know God is good. I would have lost heart lest I believe in the goodness of God in the land of the living. This is the land of the living. And I believe that God set us here, especially as a church, because I love this is what Jesus said. The God, the father said in Genesis one, three, let there be light and light was. Do you understand? It was not when he was talking light. He was not talking stars, moon and sun, because he then started creating that. He wasn't talking that. But in the deep of darkness, he said, let there be light. Jesus in the New Testament said this, I am the light that has come into the world. Then he says, as long as the light is in the earth. Thank you for tuning in to the Warning Radio program with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Tune in tomorrow as evangelist pastor Paulette Williams continues her message, the goodness of God, God is so good. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.